Hi, this is TJ Miller, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour, unless you're not listening and you're just watching it, which doesn't make any sense at all. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name is Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man whose pants and underwear were washed away. He's now jacking his boner off whilst under the sea. That's Jeff Clark. Actually, just in the LA River, not really in the sea, but thanks. And beaming to us from the lost city of Atlantis... The bearded booger-eating merman known as Shuddy Boy. Yo, rap, rap. More like Atlantis. Yeah, for real. Uh, you might notice. You might have noticed that my audio sounds a little shitty, and that is because the MSPH Studio Pooh HQ has been flooded. I mean. It's a little bit of a of an exaggeration. Uh, Nothing gets by you, Shuddy. I mean, I'm sure anybody who's on social media has, if you're listening to this around the time of release, uh, Los Angeles, Southern California, actually pretty much all of California is getting mollywomped by Mother Nature. Yeah, dude. Apparently, it's Pineapple Express. My brother was telling me that yesterday. Nice. And that's an actual thing. Well, I mean, I, you know, Jeff and I are from the East Coast. I lived the first 28 years of my life in Jersey, and we've had our share of extreme weather. I've, you know, lived through some hurricanes, blizzards, crazy rain, crazy ice, sleet. Um, I remember one time when I was a kid, I was at my buddy's house and we had to go lock ourselves in his basement because there was a fucking tornado going by. So moving to L.A. where it hardly ever rains, there's no real weather. There's two seasons, shorts, short season and hoodie season. And it's, you know, us us transplants can laugh at all the Southern Californians when they freak out over any tiny little droplet of rain. And... I kind of saw this coming and I was like, ah, everybody's fucking overreacting again. But once it started and I started like looking at the nitty gritty of it, I was like, oh, we're actually in, in trouble here. This this is could potentially be very, very bad. My grandmother texted me this morning, asked me if I was OK, saying that she uh, my step grandmother, she saying that she uh, prayed for it. She's praying for us because she heard about the floods and whatnot um well, tell her in california her it didn't work because my fucking pre-sonus got destroyed <laughs> well she wasn't praying for your dumb ass just me and my brothers grandma you didn't pray hard enough <laughs> yeah. yeah i'll be like for next time can you include kevin craft in your prayers he actually probably if you can direct all your prayers towards kevin craft he probably needs it more actually hey look uh something went wrong uh I'm just trying to troubleshoot here. Which God were you praying to? (laughs) (laughs) Was there a Bible in the same room during your prayer session? 
I can show you guys um, some of the shit that's going on. So I spent the weekend at Carl's in Culver City. And the whole time I was like, fuck, I don't remember if I shut my bedroom window. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, I could I could come home to have some damp pillows. So I, I run into my room when I get home and I'm like, all right. Window shut. I didn't pull a dumb, dumb Kevin move. And then as I'm like putting stuff away and getting ready, I, I hear like a doink, doink. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? So this is the usual. Oh, I forgot to I forgot to close my ceiling. <laughs> this is the usual poo HQ where I usually sit. And it's kind of hard to tell, but the entire tablecloth is fucking soaked. I like the pots on the table to collect to catch the water. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm 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 not trying to add more to this problem. But I get home and that presonus right there was soaked, fucking soaked, covered with water. I, and I was like, oh, no, I noticed like everything like and I had like all these documents here and stuff like all my tax papers and paperwork and contracts from the movie. Absorbed it like if you dropped a, a whole roll of toilet paper in the toilet. Like, whole stack, just completely saturated. And this fucking water is kind of nasty looking. Is the, is the color showing up on there? It looks like pea soup. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. Actually, I gotta fucking move this chair, because now it's splashing all over the chair. The chair is wood. Oh, fucking gross, man. It's fucking all over it. Uh, And this is the ceiling. Does, does it have an odor to it? Not really, which is strange because it, it looks like piss. And here, let's see if you can see the condensation up there. I don't know if it's showing up. I mean, the, the ceiling is glossy. Yeah, I can see it. There's droplets forming. There's like four different leaks right now. And the water droplets that are like forming up there are just fucking neon yellow. It's so nasty. So I set these up here because... It's clearly not fucking stopping, you know, and it's MSPH Monday. So I spent, I don't know, the past four or five hours or so um, troubleshooting, trying to get the presonus to work because it's it's turned on. It's on. And the way this stupid fucking thing works is I have to plug it through the USB-C, like the lightning cable thing in the back, plug it into the USB port in the laptop, and then the red power button blinks blue. And once it's solid, I can unplug it, and then the presonus works, and the audio goes through it. So that's how I can get Jeff and Shuddy's audio, and they can hear me and the stuff played from, you know, the the iPad, and it sends it all to a little handheld Zoom recorder and records it all in real time. And this fucking thing, like when I got back, it was like. I could see I was talking. I was like, what the fuck? And then it got levels on it. So I'm like, all right, it's still kind of working, but I should power it down to dry it off and shit. And when I turned it back on, I could not get the blinking blue light. I was on fucking all these troubleshooting websites, watching YouTube videos. This cock fucking sucking piece of fucking dog shit was 500 fucking dollars. It's another 500 fucking bucks I got to spend on a goddamn new one. If you couldn't tell, I am not pleased about that. This fucking stinks. And it's also leaking from up here. 
underneath like the sill of my uh, sliding glass door. And I don't know if you can see so the spot that looks like bird shit. You see those little black dots? Yeah. I don't know what that is, but they're dripping. It looks like coffee grinds, but it's dripping all down the window and then down on the floor where it's all landing. See all that black shit? It, it almost looks yeah. like ants. It looks like ants, but it's like little black dots. I don't know if they're fucking so, like bug eggs or something. It's like turf. So what I'm thinking yeah. happened is it could be that all the water that the upstairs neighbor's balcony caught leaked into between the two floors and it's coming through the ceiling. Why doesn't anything bad ever happen to these fucking scumbags? They do like CrossFit up there all the time, constantly pounding on the fucking floor. I, I'm, I'm on this. I'm on the first floor. Leaks are when it fucking pours. The leaks are supposed to be on the top floor. I'm getting the leaks. I I texted the landlord. She's like, oh, I'll, I'll contact the couple upstairs to see if if they if they're having leaks too, and maybe it's trickling down to you. And then she's like, ten minutes later, she's like, yeah, they they don't have any leaks. I was like, of course they don't. Why would they? Everybody knows that when it pours, it skips the top floor and fucking drips on the on the first floor. Yeah, pretty, pretty sure that's how science works. I renounce my position as a scientist. Fuck science. I've been trying to put science in the hot seat ever since COVID. We don't need to reopen that can of worms, but you know how I am. Let's yeah, let's not let's not go back to that. Well, um, so what's the status on you moving out of that fucking slum? Oh, um, I'm glad you asked. Um, the apartment that Carl and I were applying for, we got denied. Oh, man, that sucks, dude. So I'm moving into a close... I was trying to move into a close friend's place who is moving back to the East Coast. But they didn't know that Carl and I were trying to move in together. And they're like, hey, I'll I'll put in a word for my place, but the next-door neighbor already recommended a couple like a month ago. And I was like, ah, fuck. Well, I don't know. Yeah, check with your landlord if we have a shot in hell. But like... I don't know. I like putting myself in that situation. If Carl and I applied for an apartment and then a month later, some other couple applied and they like schnooked it from us, I'd be super salty. And yeah, we, we went through the whole process. We, she had to take a day off from work. We went to the apartment, met with her, filled out the craziest, most invasive fucking paperwork I've ever had to fill out for an apartment. Like she had to do blood work. I'm I'm surprised she didn't ask for a fucking stool sample right there on the spot. But, Shit in this bag will let you know what, yeah. what the test results are. <laughs> oh god. Oh great. Now my grandma's texting me about the uh the floods. Uh yeah. Yeah, they 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 watch the news, those grandparents, I'm telling you. They really do. Damn. Every time yeah, I get so, hit with a fucking earthquake, I'll get I'll get a every time we get an earthquake, my grandmother reach out to me like, Are you okay? Oh yeah. It's my like, phone oh. blows up. Everybody. Are you okay? Are you okay? Like, yep, not buried under rubble. It's all good. I'll oh, get wow. alerts for earthquakes. I don't even I didn't even know happened. Man, Did more stuff just fly? 
No, this time I saw a um like a rescue person just go by. Oh shit. Dude, there have been nonstop sirens all day. Like, I don't know if you have you left the house since this whole thing started, Jeff? <laughs> since the sky opened? I haven't I haven't left my apartment since Friday night. Yeah, and that's when the rain started. Yeah. It's now quarter to four on Monday, and it has not stopped raining. Like, not at all. It's fucking It's still crazy. raining there? Oh yeah. And it's not yeah. gonna stop until Wednesday. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, dude. The average rainfall in Southern California, I think, is like 12 inches. And last night, Reseda got 10 inches. Yearly rainfall. Home of Daniel LaRusso. It's 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 pretty fucking wild out here, man. I like I'm always like the first person to jump on and make fun of Southern Californians. We're like, oh no, weather. But yeah, this is pretty gnarly. Well, it's just because we don't have, like, the infrastructure to, like, support this kind of, like, weather, shitty weather, right? Yeah, the the drainage is, like, flooded. Yeah, the the drainage isn't designed like it is back here on the East Coast where you get lots of rain, you get lots of snowfall. Like, a couple weeks ago after we got five inches of snow, two days later we got five inches of rain, so... It was messy here, but it wasn't as bad as out there because we've got the drainage for that, and it doesn't just sit unused most of the year and collect trash and yes. What's the conversion rate of rain to snow? There's something like for every inch of rain that would equal like six inches of snow or some shit like that. So 13 inches of snow equals one inch of rain, according to Noah. Wow. So you, so Reseda got 130 inches of snow. 10 feet. Yeah, I don't think think they're set up to handle that. Yeah. So I've got here. Granted, it has been raining steadily since Friday, but in the last 24 hours, according to my weather app, Studio City's gotten five inches of rain just in 24 hours. And so six, get, five feet of snow. Yeah. And we're supposed to get another inch in the next 24 hours as well. And then it's just going to keep going. Like, it's going to rain all day tomorrow. It's going to rain into Wednesday. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I was at, like I said, I was at Carl's this weekend. And, um, you know, we on we were supposed to take her mom out for her birthday for dinner. And she was just like, with all the rain, she was like, no, fuck that. So we, we went to the mall. We went to, like, the mall in Torrance, which I had never been to before. And we spent, like... Delamo? Yeah, yeah. Fucking place is huge, right? It's crazy. Yeah. I, I had never been there before and we were kind of just, we were looking for something to get her mom and like kind of just wandering around. We ended up killing four or five hours without even realizing it. But there's, there's like a whole secret other mall. If you go through Macy's and you go out the other end, there's like a hidden dirt mall behind it. It's like Narnia. <laughs> and it's like all fucking anime stores and like really run down shitty places. And we're like, Oh, this must be where like, this is like the money laundering department. 
None of these stores are bringing anything in. There's no fucking way people are patronizing any of these stores. Um, but yeah, when we when we left and drove back, it was we got to an accident that had completely shut the freeway down. So we had to like cut across, like straight across four lanes of traffic to get off at the exit that was right there because the cops weren't letting anybody through. Um, there have been like embankment walls that have crumbled when I, when I was driving back today. Cause I woke up this morning and I was like, I could be fucking stuck at Carl's for like the next day or two. If, if all the freeways are flooded and you can't get anywhere, I'm fucked. And I, I put, punched it into my GPS and it was like, yeah, it'll take a half hour to get home. So I was like, all right, here we go. And when I was on the 405, I passed, they had some heavy, heavy machinery out there. And one of those, those walls, I don't know what they're called that are built up on the side of the freeways that like keep the earth away. Right, I, kind of I think I know what you're talking about. That they, called, that, that they have, yeah, no, I have no idea, but they'll have like graffiti on them and shit, right? Yeah. So I think one of those was crumbling because they had pretty much the entire thing blocked with all. They're the just retaining walls. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Sorry. I was. I was formulating a joke in my head for whenever I got there was a break in your story and I just wanted to remember it. So I wasn't quite absorbing what you, you said. And do you remember your joke? I do. I would do. You like to, would you like to serve it serve me with it? But I want to make sure I want to wait until you're done. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's yeah. gonna seg yeah, fuck, fuck segue because it's gonna bring us into another slightly not slightly, a much sadder topic. But do you oh, think well, that I maybe we shouldn't get to it just then? Then shuddy boy. Okay, I thought you were going right. to tell a joke. <laughs> it is. It, they're related. They're related, okay. but it's a se it's well, a segue away from the rain. So when just I, don't when let I me got forget. back and I see you know my roof leaking all over the Puminati HQ, of course the first thing I do is I hit up my landlord, and while I'm sitting here trying to troubleshoot. It's like, all right, I guess nobody's going to come here and check on this fucking thing. It's been hours. And then I'm trying to keep you guys up to speed. So I'm just like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to hop in the shower. We'll just do this show with crappy audio. So the Puminati at least gets a show this week. And I get out of the shower and I have, you know, like death metal blasting. And I'm like, just dried off and I'm putting lotion on my face. And I look over and fucking maintenance guy is like right over here. And I'm just sitting there like butt ass naked. And I was just like, uh, be with it, be with you in a second, dude. And he was like, oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. so I'm like, all right, well, that was awkward. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'm not going to finish the rest of my bathroom duties, the rest of my ablutions. So I'm like, when, when I, when I shower by myself, I always leave the bathroom door open so it doesn't steam up and fog up the window and stuff. You know, it's just me. So what's the point of keeping the door shut? So I walk from the bathroom right over here into my bedroom, which is right around the corner. And he's still standing there. So I just walk out with my fucking dick hanging out. And he was just like, Bleh. I'm like, yeah, good. You just saw my ass before. Why are you, why are you still <laughs> fucking hanging out there? So the why didn't you have a towel wrapped around yourself when you walked to the bathroom, when you knew that there was somebody in the house? Like you wanted to show the maintenance guy who's the boss. <laughs> he I, I, he was, I, I, it was he, definitely it was definitely an alpha move. Like I don't 
fucking care that you might have been out there for five minutes knocking. <laughs> no, it was not. It was not an alpha move. It was like, okay, any normal person who just walked into somebody else's apartment and saw a naked person in the bathroom would be like, ooh, I'll walk outside for a second and let them get proper. So I walked from there and he was just like, go. No. No. I didn't expect to see this much penis today. I know that, you know, 2024 is the year of Kevin Kraft. Good luck. But this is some serious 2023 Kevin Kraft energy that's been happening today. (laughs) Well, you know what? I'm going to say, since it gave me a story for the podcast, that it was good luck and not bad luck. All right. Good. Good. Uh, Yeah. But it's been an afternoon for you, for sure. Because you text us at you text us when you got back. You're like, made it back, made it back from Carl's. Everything's fine. And then, like five minutes later, oh, I didn't mean oh. to. Do that. You triggered the fireworks, shuddy boy. The Zoom five minutes later, I spoke too soon, and just a picture of the dining room table completely covered in water. Yeah, today has not been uh, ideal. But what happened? What happened, shuddy boy? What? 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 What's your? I was going to say, do you think that this rain is any way connected since it started the day after we lost an American treasure, if the two are related? Oh, you think maybe Carl Weathers dying and going to heaven, he just kicked in the gates and that just sent a flood down to earth? That or everybody up there is crying because he left us. I, I don't know. It it was definitely Terror. better fleshed out in the moment, but I've now since forgotten the finer details of what I was going to say five minutes ago. We're getting some real bad Carl Weathers this week, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is some this is some Carl Weather. Yeah. Yeah, what an epic loss though. Good, good point, Shuddy. Epic loss for humanity for Hollywood. Long Beach legend. He went to Long Beach Poly High School and uh community college before he went to the NFL. What a fucking life though, huh? NFL yeah. NFL football player, uh mega movie star over the course admit, of I don't know how many decade decades. I, I will admit, um as a Uh-oh. 45 seconds ago, I did not know that he played football. Same here. Yeah. Same here. Oh, really? Yeah. was one of Thank the first you, things that came. Yeah, it was one of the first things that came up in the uh, Outkick Slack channel. I thought he was just a badass. Same. Then I then I put in that that predator handshake meme. I was like, no, this is what he should be most famous for. Dylan, you son of a bitch. If we were to power rank Carl Weathers movies, what would we what would that look like? I mean, obviously Rocky. I don't know, How but many obviously. Five dickers can you rattle off? Happy Gilmore, five dicker. Yeah. Predator, five dicker. Rocky one, two, and four, five dickers. Possibly Rocky Three. Eh, no, I won't go. I won't I won't call that a five dicker. And I'm just being too uh just throwing around dicks. He was in the Mandalorian season, which was brought up on my Outkick channel as well. I didn't know that was... 
He was yeah, really good all. in The Mandalorian. He was. And, like, dude stayed fucking jacked for right up until the end. It's just, it's weird that, like, you know, Arnold and Stallone, like, were jacked, remain jacked. I kind of figure if you make it that, like, he looked really good for 76. I thought he still had a fucking long road ahead of him. But I still can't find anything that says what happened. Yeah, all I saw was that he died peacefully at home with his family. So probably the big C that he didn't tell anybody he had except for his family. Mm. That seems to be the way that's happening these days. Yeah, because he was directing stuff too. Like, I think he was like directing TV. I'm sure they had... Actually, I, I forget all the events of The Mandalorian, but like, pretty sure he was still alive, right? There was going to do some more stuff with his character. I haven't seen the most recent season of The Mandalorian, so I cannot comment. So what do you guys think would be in his top letterbox D? Ooh. Mm. My guess would be Happy Gilmore, just because I feel like there's a lot of stuff that like is searched about Adam Sandler, and that would be uh, caught up in that. I would agree with that because especially since it seems like the first person I saw to to mention the news uh, after Jeff, actually, Jeff was the one who said something to me I saw first was Adam Sandler. So I would guess that that that's driven a lot of people to check out Happy Gilmore on Letterboxd. Uh, But I will go with Predator. So coming in at number three is Predator. Coming in at number two, Rocky. And number one, which is definitely going to piss Jeff off, is Toy Story 4. I actually just saw that he voiced Combat Carl. Um, I don't. I don't even know if I've seen Toy Story four. To be honest, I have not. I have. It was good. Um, good flick. Toy Story kicks ass. I have no. I have no bad things to say about it. Draven and I just watched Rocky last night. When's the last time you've seen it? It's been a couple of years since I've gone through the Rocky movies. Uh, they've been on the list to go through again. I mean, it's it's great. It is. Kind of comical though, with with just how dumb Rocky is in that movie. I don't know that I've ever really caught it, really absorbed what a fucking meathead he is. Uh, but oh, it's yeah, endearing. It's endearing as fuck. And Burt Young is a treasure in that. And on it, fucking Carl Weathers, like that portrayal of Apollo Creed is just fucking amazing like he was a really good actor and sure. uh yeah it, i mean i love rocky it so if i had to rank the rocky movies it would go four three two one five but they're all pretty lumped pretty close together except for five I'd go one, two, four, 
three, five. Growing up, number four was always my favorite. And it wasn't until like recent, since probably turned like 30, that Rocky one and two passed it. So three was the one that I saw first. Um, I remember why, as a kid. Why in that order? Age, probably. Did you didn't come out while you were alive, or when when you were alive, right? You were still your dad's balls. Rocky three? No, I mean that came. I was born, but I think Rocky what three made, came out in eighty two. In eighty two, so I was born, but oh, I didn't no see shit. it when it first came out. But I remember as a kid, I had a Clubber Lang action figure. I was really into Mr. T uh, because I was really into into the A-team. I pity you, fool. So that's probably why that one was shown to me first, because Mr. T was in it. But I've always, always loved Rocky IV. That's always, even as an adult, that is still my favorite. And that that's strictly for nostalgia purposes. Um because I mean, you guys, you guys made me. I had never seen any Rocky movie until you guys twisted my arm. Um, yeah, I've heard of a few. Of the like, I've I've randomly met people that I, you know, mostly people that I've like worked with who haven't seen it, and it always like throws me off. It's like, what you haven't seen Rocky, especially sports fans. Yeah, but, uh, I mean. But even in the first one, nothing hits like a fucking Rocky mo- training montage. That is yeah. true. Uh, they're fucking like, sick. I think like, like the... I, no matter it, whether it's the the minimal one in, in the original Rocky or the batshit bananas one in Russia in Rocky 4, they just like... I can't help but just get like instantly hyped. Like we're finally here. This is what we've <laughs> sat through everything else for. The fucking training montage is here. Oh get god hyped. damn it! This makes me want to do push-ups. Dude, I have no no bullshit. I'll, I'll throw that on every now and then when I'm on the treadmill. When it's just like when I'm struggling, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> we throw on a Rocky montage, uh, training montage to yeah, help like me get the, through this when when that rocky theme hits it just fucking it hits oh yeah dude i think could be what is it like maybe 10 to 20 minutes from rocky's first date with adrian to when burgess meredith pitches in on being his his trainer i think is like the best like 15 20 minute stretch of acting in really any movie like it it's so fucking good and I think the Rocky Two montage training montage is the best one. Where, where spoiler alert, Adrian wakes up from the coma and she was just like, "I, I want to do one thing for me, and that's win." And and fucking Burgess Meredith's like, "What are we waiting for?" <laughs> uh, and the other day after after we got the crawl after we got the crawl weather's news, I made Cheech come in here and we observed. Um, that no easy way out montage where um, where Rocky's reflecting on on Apollo and his life after Apollo died at the hands of uh, um, Drago. Drago. 
And we just watched the whole thing. A tear rolled down my cheek. I'm going to fucking miss Apollo. Excuse me, Carl Weathers. Excuse me, Chubbs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, Chubbs, he took his hand. Such, such like a, an unlikely pairing, but like, I don't know. We were, I was talking about this with uh, my Carl over the weekend. Like, I think out of the Adam Sandler comedies, Happy Gilmore is probably the best. It is a five dicker. I stand by that. And Carl Weathers being, he's, he's like funny as fuck in it. Like he's legitimately hysterical. It's such a good character. It's like, dude had range, you know, he could, he could hang with both Schwarzenegger and Stallone. He's in like two of their most epic franchises. And then, you know, in the twilight of his life, Mm -hmm. Fucking just like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to, I'm going to be in Star Wars shit too. Yeah. Fucking icon. He was in Arrested Development as well. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good in that. Yeah. I mean, and he had on top of that, he's starting in fucking football. Like what a life. What a fucking straight up G. Yeah, dude. Pour some liquor out. Yeah. For real. There's no easy way out. There's no shortcut home. All right, well, I'm gonna cry I mean, again. Since we've been talking about movies, did you guys manage to see anything this week? Just Rocky. I tried to get Draven to go see. Tried to get Draven to go see Argyle yesterday, but he wasn't into it, and it was just for something to do. So I wasn't. I didn't push very hard. Yeah, Carl and I came yeah. very close to making two trips to see that and we axed both of them. Why what, what, it's like why didn't why didn't you see Argyle? I mean, I I do want to go see a movie, but like uh one of her friends was going through some shit, so we we went out to mm-hmm. brunch with her and had like some drinks and then when we got back we were like, oh I'm fucking tired. I don't feel like going anywhere. And then with you know the whole the whole storm and everything. Is like when we were at the mall, we were thinking about going to see it, but it's it's a two and a half hour movie, and Oof. I mean close to it. It's like two hours and twenty minutes, and January and February is when everybody like sweeps their turds under the table. So like, I don't think anything new came out last week. There, everybody's just dumping off the stuff where they're like, "Yep, we made a piece of shit. Let's just this is the time." Hope to we don't watch it. Yeah. So I don't know, and I, uh, Ginger and Juice saw it, and he said it wasn't all that great, and I was just like, I don't know, man. I don't, like we're kind of just walking around the mall, looking in places. I don't want to just rush over to the AMC to watch some subpar, very long movie just for the sake of it. So we didn't end up seeing it, but we we did watch. I guess the newest thing I watched, I finally got around to watching, The Exorcist Believer. Which is on the cock, and so uh, the is that the the black and white Exorcist? Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> nice the yin yang version. Yeah, yeah. Because like you know, it's it's by the guy who did that newest Halloween trilogy, and I thought the first one in that Halloween trilogy was fucking sick, and then the second one really let me down, and then the third one I was like, what? The, 
what the fuck even was that? Are you kidding me? So when they were like, oh yeah, now we're going to let this guy do an entire Exorcist trilogy. I was like, yikes. And when the reviews came out and critics and audiences were both like, this is absolutely fucking horrible. I was in no rush to see it. And, you know, Carl and I were like, all right, it's the heavens has opened up above us. It's everything is flooded. This is, it's now or never. Let's just watch this new Exorcist movie. And we both were really prepared to just, because it was like the same thing with Argyle. Like all these times it would come up like, ah, we could watch that new Exorcist. And we never wanted to do it. So we pinched our noses and we put it on. And I will say that I am surprised of the beating that it took. If I'm being 100% honest, I think it was unfairly trashed. I mean, so you're calling it a good movie is what you're saying. I don't know about good, but like out of like so many horror movies come out and like people just fucking go nuts for them. And it, I don't see any difference between this and all the other movies that are coming out. Like I watched the nun. This is, this was fucking way better than the nun. Like I, it's, I mean, it wasn't great. I mean, especially if you compare it to the OG Exorcist. And I, I would say the Exorcist Believer is better than Exorcist 2. Exorcist 3 fucks. God damn, I love Exorcist 3. That is such a good movie. Is that the That's one the Dahmer one. would make people watch before he murdered them? Yeah. And I see he was why onto something, right? So much. It's a good fucking movie. <laughs> it's really well made. It's different. It's fucking scary. It's a solid flick. But like, I don't know. Like, I I saw that Mark Rooster reviewed it and said, you know, I was with it for the first hour, and then the second half of it, it just falls off a cliff. So while this movie's going on, I'm like, this is good, but I, I don't. I'm not like offended by this. There's nothing egregious happening here. Like, oh, what? My childhood is ruined. Like it was, I had creepy shit in it. That's almost exactly Mark Rooster's review of Goonies also. That fucked me up. Because I know you just recently rewatched the Goonies, gave it a five dicker review. And then I saw Mark Rooster gave it three and a half. And he says he doesn't like the second half of the second half of it. That's the fucking treasure hunt. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like them being chased by the Fratellis and I, solving I, one-eyed I, Willie's riddles. I fucking in my review, I think I wrote something like anybody who I don't know that I've ever met anybody that doesn't <laughs> think this is a great movie. And quite frankly, I don't ever want to meet anyone who doesn't. And then I fucking saw that. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? How did I not know such a terrible thing about one of my best friends that it's only three and a half dicks and the last 50 minutes of the movie are fucking boring? Like, what are yeah. you fucking talking about? <laughs> the only the only thing that was, I mean, there were a few things about Exorcist that weren't great, but like when it actually comes down to performing the exorcism, because it's like two little <laughs> girls both get possessed, it's like the fucking Avengers of religious people. So there's like a priest who's kind of like, I don't know, uh, like a almost like a televangelist. That he, he, he's like a, a Christian priest, but they kind of 
dress him up like he's and his attitude and delivery and persona kind of screams televangelist and then there's this woman who was like trying to be a nun when she was young and gave up and she's like i'll help with the exorcism and then this lady who's doing stuff that kind of looks like voodoo and then you got like the dads chiming in so it's like a circle of all these different people all exercising at the same time and i was like that that seemed unnecessary that didn't need to happen but it was still kind of fucking creepy there was still some pretty gory moments there's um a very unnecessary cameo at the end is exercising is that is that a word you get or is it performing exorcisms what's the the proper grammar on that hate to shut you here but I do remember in Beetlejuice when the uh, the Maitlands are floating and bathed in green light, Beetlejuice goes, I think they've had enough exercise for the day and does his little Johnny Carson thing and they collapse. Um, so I'm just quoting Beetlejuice. Well, never mind then. That's that. <laughs> I don't know though. I feel like if you're if you haven't seen it yet, like I don't know. It, maybe it is because we went in expecting something so terrible. Like it definitely wasn't as bad as those Halloween sequels. It's like a, I don't know, it's a three dicker. It was a, it was fine. It was fine. I, I'm very, very surprised. The letterbox D average is like a 2.0, which is really fucking bad for letterbox D. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a chode, but if I'm being a hundred percent honest, I think it got uh, unfairly skewered. It wasn't that bad. And they fucking removed the dude from the rest of the trilogy. Well, I guess they were they read the uh, Rotten Tomatoes profile page for yeah. Exorcism Wizard, Exorcism Black and White. Yeah, Black and White Cookies, The Exorcist. No, it was um, <laughs> Believer. <laughs> did, you, did you do a video on that yet? Or have you tried them? Yeah, yeah. It's up on, it's up on the Patreon. The Oreo black nice. and white cookie flavor. How were they? They were they were good. You know, it's it's hard to make a cookie taste like a different cookie that's not that cookie. So it's not right. It doesn't scream black and white cookie flavor, but there's a little bit there. It's we've we've certainly had way worse Oreos. And Have either of you tried the space Oreos? I've never even heard of that. You guys haven't seen these space dunk Oreos? No. No, sir. Please educate us. All right. Shuddy's doing a screen share. What? Whoa. It's in outer space. It's got a rocket cream. Cosmic cream with popping candy. Oh, so there's like mm. pop rocks and shit. Yeah, hmm. I don't think that's like gonna those, give me an Oreo boner. Like, what were those cherry cola ones? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There were there were pot. There was a pop rocks Oreo, if I can remember correctly. I think there was. Yeah, I don't think that got a very good score from us either. That was back when we yeah. used to do the do the show in person, and we would do Oreo reviews in the Easter egg. Yeah, I feel like there were more. I feel like the pandemic kind of killed the Oreo game, if I'm being honest. I, I think it absolutely did because they were coming out with new flavors. It seemed like every month, and then 
everything just went back to how it used to be. And I, I enjoyed living in a world where we were debating new Oreo flavors every couple weeks. Yeah, remember when they did a mystery flavor and we were right and we didn't get a prize? Yep. You have fruity pebbles? Yep. Yeah. Those fucking pieces of shit. Yep. I do I do have an update from last week's episode. I did my homework. I watched the Mighty Ducks for the first time. I so I saw that. I enjoyed your review. Uh and then for uh, about Five seconds, I uh, almost tried to shutty you on the spelling of a word, oh. and then and then I was like, "Oh, I get it." He he yeah, meant to do that <laughs> every like, now and then because I I rate my all my Letterbox D reviews. I don't review everything I watch, just like a small fraction of them. But I always end it with a dicks rating, so it'll be like four out of five dicks, something like that. And every now and then I will amend it. Like, I think the one that stands out to me was when I watched Smokey and the Bandit for the first time, I think I gave it four mustachioed dicks. Just because Burt Reynolds so fucking cool. But yeah, I, 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 instead of dicks, I put ducks for my letterbox. DVD. Yeah, I definitely thought it was a typo at first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. You don't want to um, fuck with your letterbox D uh, rep. No, I don't. But I really enjoyed Mighty Ducks. For a first timer, like a movie that came out, I was 10 when the Mighty Ducks came out and I watched it for the first time at 41. And I still had fun with it, despite not liking sports, despite not liking sports movies. Very enjoyable. It almost had like a John Hughes vibe. Yeah. None of the kids were unlikable. Like they yeah. were all, they were all, I mean, Except the shitty kids, but the shitty kids were supposed to be unlikable. I mean, uh, little Pete, Danny, Danny Tamborelli from The Adventures of Pete and Pete, always a joy when he shows up. Uh, you got your your Jesse Smollett before he was lying about MAGA people attacking him. Is that really him? Yeah. No way. Wait, what? Yeah. Jesse Smollett is in. The Mighty Ducks. Look it up. He's the younger of he's the younger of the the two brothers, right? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. He sure was. He was Terry Hall. He was the younger. He was the youngest Hall, the younger brother of Cake Eater Kid. Yep. Yeah, and I and MC Ganey, who is one of my favorite character actors who you might know as Swamp Thing from Con Air, the guy flying the plane. Cool seeing him as a limo driver. Love that He's guy. He's in Django as well. Yeah. Um, I, I think I had some solid lines, like when Emilio gets pulled over at the beginning and the cop is like, all right, what's it going to be? Blood, breath, or urine? And he's like, no, thanks. I'm full. Solid yeah, like lines. it was like... The first Mighty Ducks was a kids movie, but it absolutely had parents in mind. With... Yeah, when you could still do that with a kids movie before parents were like, "My kids can't see, don't that thing do." And then the you second know, one gets a little bit more kooky. 
Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I recommend. I might, I might watch the other two. I, I recommend them. I, I do. Two is still fun. I think, and I have yet to watch three. But three, they like, go away to a prep school, and they're like the JV team, and it's it's oh, a whole no. thing. Yep. Yikes. Yeah, I actually really like the the third one. I think it's underrated. Um, because I do, I think they do a good job of like, be, I don't know, trying to like get them up to speed on like prep hockey, like junior hockey, college hockey, and like that bullshit that you guys did where you're not playing any defense doesn't work. The older you get, like it's time to play two way hockey. I know that's kind of a hockey nerd thing or whatever, but I, I actually enjoyed that aspect of it. I used to get fired up over D D two because. Well, you haven't seen it, Kevin, but they, they play like a street hockey game against this Los Angeles street hockey team. And they want to get they play street ho- they basically play street hockey against the lost boys from Hook. Like <laughs> yeah. that, like, that's that the pads that the that those street hockey kids are wearing look like the fucking armor that the lost boys wear when they're skating around their fucking tree houses. Like it's yeah, Keenan Thompson. That's what I mean. Keenan Thompson has this uh he has this knuckle puck thing where he just he he like stands the puck up and smacks it and it has like a weird path to it or has like takes like a weird trajectory. And I just remember thinking as like a kid like this is so fucking stupid. No way would that bullshit work. So I mean I grew up playing hockey so I don't know. I used to look at it like that. The kid who played Jesse Smollett's older brother, Brandon Adams, he was in Sandlot. He was in D2, um, the Mighty Ducks, obviously, D2. He was in a Boy Meets World episode. But either way... I thought this guy was like going to go on to be a star. Like I remember, I don't know. I remember him being like a big part of my childhood because of Mighty Ducks and Sandlot, and like his career just died after '94, essentially. Or, or maybe he did not want to continue being an actor as an adult. No, that's. I mean, that's just as likely. I just think it's crazy that. I don't know. I was like, what has that guy been in? I almost assumed that he died because he went I mean, from things that he, I like. He was 15 in the Mighty Ducks, so he very well could have just decided to be normal. Yeah, he didn't want to sit on the casting couch. I mean, Chunk from the Goonies became an entertainment lawyer. And from what I hear, he's pretty damn successful. He, yeah, he's a, I believe, a big time entertainment lawyer. Yeah. Didn't Goldberg from Mighty Ducks become a meth, meth head? He, but over the weekend, he celebrated four years of sobriety. That, oh, nice. That came up in my feed, probably because I watched the Mighty Ducks and D2 recently. Uh, <laughs> the man was like, you need to see that Sean Weiss uh, celebrated four years of sobriety. Congrats to him. That's nice. That part, I mean, one of the most iconic parts of the first movie is when they 
fucking tie him to the goalposts to the goal and they're shooting the pucks at him and he finally does the i am goldberg the goalie like i I, that that's one of those like rocky training montage moments for me that's like (laughs) let's fucking go yeah that's right i want to be a goalie now too (laughs) but yeah i i very much enjoyed my movie homer watching the mighty ducks good and i like if i could reference my letterbox d review like once i saw i never knew the story behind it i was just like all right emilio estevez teaches like a youth hockey team and they're probably a bunch of idiots and he whips them into shape but then when i saw that he was like some big time lawyer and got a dui and like that was part of his community service i was like oh he's gonna fucking He's going to slam one of these kids' moms. Which which mom is it going to be? And right when she got introduced, I'm like, yep. Emilio is going to go to pound town with her. Uh, <laughs> slight spoiler, but it's not that much of a spoiler because it happens in the first five minutes of the second movie. Between the first and the mo- second movie, she marries somebody else. And he's oh gone. He's gone for what? It appears to be three or four months. Yeah, because he goes like, to try out for like a minor league team at the end of the first one. Yeah. Like, he, he's not gone for very long because it's like summertime when he comes back. Like, does she, marry, does she marry the, she, the coach of the Hawks? She she doesn't even show up in the movie. It's just mentioned within the five, first five minutes. Like He sees Charlie for the first time and He's like, how's your mom? And she's like, the new guy she's married is pretty fine. And then that's that's it. That's the end of it. It's never yeah. mentioned again. Like, I mean, that's just... that's really that's really all it takes. You can wipe away an entire plot point with a single sentence. Yeah, and that's like the first indication. Another dude. That's that's the first indication that there's really it's really not going to be the same type of movie as the first one. That it's going to be a little bit more more kid direct kid oriented. Is that I mean, like the love like, interest? They 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 did like um I did not know that the Mighty Ducks was the origin of the CKY poo dollar. Did you guys make that connection? No, like I don't very, know what you're talking about. The very first scene with the kids is they're following a dog around waiting for it to take a shit. Then they take the shit and put it in like a purse that they stole or something, and then they like put a dollar in there and they just like camp out and watch for anybody to notice the purse. And then a guy in like a fucking IROC or something uh, drives by and he's like, ooh, picks it up. And then as he drives off, the car like skids to a stop and he like chases the kids because he realized they tricked him with a poo dollar. No, I didn't see that. Wow. CKY, I don't remember that. I don't remember that from my, it's been years since I've seen Monday Ducks. Well, yeah, I think in, might've been CKY3, bam like wipes human shit on a dollar bill puts it on the ground and then they hide in a shopping closet and film it and this guy like picks it up and stuffs it in his pocket and then oh man oh what the fuck and then he sniffs he's like oh and he like rips it out of his pocket and throws it on the ground he's like dry heaving and then bam goes over there and bribes him with a hundred bucks to sign a release form (laughs) (laughs) i think it was cky3 but yeah, when I when I saw that, I was like, ah, all right, that's where Bam got that idea from. The Mighty Ducks. Nice. 
Uh, I see we got a little bit of time. We can't do our usual full episode because my fucking ceiling is leaking and I might have to like, like it is fucked. <laughs> my ceiling is fucked. I'm like, they, they're probably going to have to like gut this, this place out. So I might have to stay with Carl for a little bit. I don't know what the fuck is going to happen in here, but this is, this is some rough shit. And <laughs> have you, got a very have you start today? Have you filled her in on what? what's going on like is she aware of the situation oh yeah okay i mean i i because because she was like when i was getting in my car she was like oh good luck hopefully your fucking bed's not completely saturated i'm like yeah we'll see so you, you might have left the window open yeah it's like nope window is closed but my podcast equipment is completely saturated um but uh i just want to give dude. everybody a a quick john cooper update we are now picture locked. Editing is done. It it took a quick minute because right at the finish line, you know, the the whole team has pretty much just let myself and the editor handle all this for the past few weeks. So nobody has watched a cut other than myself and him for a very long time. And you know, when I when I saw the most recent edit and I was like, "You know what? We're good. Let's lock this in." And one of the producers was like, you know what, just let's let, let's give everybody a chance, like all the producers, another chance to watch this most recent cut. And people were like pumped. They're like, holy shit, this is a fucking completely different movie. This turned out great. And then like a couple of them chimed in. They were like, all right, yeah, uh, I'm going to watch it this afternoon and give you some notes. And I'm like, God damn it. I want to lock this in right fucking now. We've lost enough days. And they finally watched it, sent some notes. And I'm like, I've seen this movie probably 50 times now. Like, I've combed over every bit of this. It's it's where I want it to be. Nobody's going to give me any notes that are going to delay this any further. And I looked over the notes and I was like, you son of a bitch, you're fucking right. <laughs> so we had to do a, another round of editing. And I'm like, look, I'll delay it by another couple of days if it makes, this is my one shot. If this, I have to make sure this movie is as good as it can be. And Shuddy, I also took your words into account where if you want to just sit there and go over this thing until the end of fucking time, that could happen. You will never be satisfied. You'll always find changes. But we we got it locked. It's 100% locked in. Um, the files have been airdropped to the sound mixing team. I am picking up because it needed a, like some time to export and all the files to get prepped. So I have to deliver in person a four terabyte hard drive with all the finished files and the finished movie on it to take it to the color team, which luckily happens to be in Culver City. So I get to make that round trip again tomorrow. But um, it's like a world-renowned coloring place. Like I, I'm not, you know, I don't know anything about that whole world, but everybody on the team was like, I can't fucking believe we got these people like they do global work. They do like commercial features, like studio stuff, big name stuff, designer, fashion brand commercials. Like they do everything. So the fact that they're doing our goofy little dick movie is pretty fucking solid. You get to like um, pay them a shit ton of money or was there like some sort of like weight? No, it's like it's, uh, it, 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 a lottery process or something. No, one of the guys on our team is like close with that that color mill and they they were like 
Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it as a favor. So we're getting like, you know, oh. we can afford. Um, and I also think that the strike really strangled a lot of business, a lot of, from some people. So I think some people are like, again, like there's a lot of stuff we lucked out on due to the strike and getting, uh, getting to go into business with these people is one of those moments. But, uh, I've also locked in the people doing the score, the composers, and everybody's going to be tackling this next part simultaneously. So sound mixing, color, and composers all going at the same time. And it's still looking like we will be 100% finished early March. Fuck yeah. And then just got to hope for one more miracle from the strike that streamers really need content and someone who buy will buy us who probably wouldn't have under normal circumstances <laughs> but yeah that so is what do you things are with john cooper how much of your time is going to be like devoted towards trying to get these like pitch meetings or you know, get in the room of one of these streamers like producers or uh whatever that i don't know you know every every part of this process is is new for me and i remember when we wrapped shooting and stuff and then you know the all that bullshit with the hard drives crashing and losing the movie once that all passed and we got everything recovered i was like oh thank god man i can finally relax we're on easy street now and people were like you better prepare yourself for the editing process the editing process is fucking stressful and I thought the editing process was, was sick. I loved it. So I don't know. You, think you learned a lot? Is. Yeah. And I, I don't know what this next month is going to be like. I don't know how hands-on I'm going to have to be. I don't know what the, um, the pitching process is like. Because I think we have enough connections to where we can just send the right people a link to the movie. And they can decide, they can get it to... We don't have to go through like meetings, brokers, any of that shit. We can just kind of sneak around and send a link and be like, hey, watch this and tell me if you guys want to buy it. Send them a Dropbox link? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So nice, I, I, honestly, I don't know. I don't know. It could. It's 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 probably going to come down to timing. Because someone was telling me, I don't know, was it you, Shuddy, that like one of the most recent huge festivals was like short on submissions. Nope. That was definitely not. Somebody was not telling me that one of the big, the big prestigious film festivals that happened recently, they usually take 120 submissions, but because of the strikes, they were only able to get 90. So I, I just got to hope. That. I don't think so. But if, if March rolls around and people are still like, fuck, man, we have nothing. There's no content coming out. There's nothing for us to buy. We need new stuff. I'm hoping to capitalize on that. And strike while the iron's hot. Well, hey, guys, I'm selling. Yeah. What do you need? Need comedy? Who wants, who wants dick jokes? I've heard for the first time in a very, very long time, people want comedies. People weren't so trying to laugh during the pandemic. Now they want to laugh. I mean, it's it's just a matter of so many bad comedies were coming out that people just stopped trusting them. They're like, every comedy I, movie I go to sucks. I'll just go watch a horror movie. At least there'll be some kills in that. But then some some good R-rated shit came out this year. 
I mean, was was yeah. No Hard Feelings still your favorite movie of the year, Jeff? Yeah, I thought about that recently in my drive home from the gym. I'm going to either go oh, No Hard Feelings or was Barbie. the They Clone Tyrone. That came out last year? Yeah. I fucking love that movie. That movie did. But one of, those two movie, one of those two movies are probably my favorite of last year, I think. I'm probably I'm probably skipping something huge. Not Oppenheimer though. I didn't like I didn't like that one more than No Hard Feelings or um, They Clone Tyrone. But yeah, No Hard Feelings kicked ass. So maybe that kind of like you're saying like on the strength of that success, people studios are more into to possibly buying comedy movies. I don't know, but 2023 was a saw a lot of high profile R-rated comedies. So maybe maybe people are looking for laughs again. I hope. I mean speaking yeah, of all that shit, are do you think you guys will be ready to make your Oscar picks next week? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I mean I don't know how many movies you're planning on watching, Jeff, that were not all of them. Rated. I'll get I'll get going on it. <laughs> I really have to see Anatomy of a Fall. <laughs> yeah, I really got to check out Zone of Interest. I love French courtroom dramas. I'm going to look up the 2024 Best Picture nominations. Let's see if there's anything I actually want to watch. I think. Ooh, what was Sterling K. Brown in? American Fiction? I can be into that. I think the 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 Holdovers has a chance with you. I've seen it. I didn't like it very much. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, no man throw ball. Jeff no see tit. Yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon sucked. Maestro looks fucking boring. No way. Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, whatever. It's pretty good. Horror Things looks like shit. Zone of Interest looks like shit. Past Lives. I don't even know what that is. Barbie. No. Uh, yeah, I, this, is, this list of best picture is just so fucking lame. I already know I'm going to pick this, so. How did they not nominate that one Giants game? <laughs> what the fuck? Jake and Tyrone got nothing, dude. Did he get best screenplay or whatever? Best uh, original screenplay? They... I mean, I was- Clone. I was kind of hoping to no. for the killer to get something. They got nothing, huh? Nope. Killer got nothing. Saltburn got nothing. There were a lot of like big movies that people were into that just got uh, fucking straight up goose egg. Did you like Saltburn? I did. Yeah. I I don't know. There uh, maybe I'm just a fucking freak, but I like movies that are sexually weird. All right. Well, I mean, you do jerk off on your knees, so that tracks. Yeah, thank God I wasn't jacking off on my knees when that fucking maintenance guy came in, right? That would have been awkward. (laughs) For him. That that fucking... Do you guys remember when that almost happened to me at my old apartment? I was fucking jacking off in the living room (laughs) on my knees, and some fucking Russian guy started pounding on the door and trying the door handle, and it was locked. 
It's like, oh, Hi. no, Hi. jerking off in here. <laughs> you see the cowboy hat on, <laughs> on the doorknob. Yeah, I don't remember this. Why did he try to get in? He was. I, he sounded deranged. I heard yelling coming from the the hallway, and I'm just sitting there kneeling down with my fucking dick in my hand. And then there's like banging on the door and like Russian screaming, and then the doorknob jiggling, trying to fucking just straight up open the door. That sounds terrifying. It was weird, but you know, five minutes later, I just finished up. Nutted. <laughs> Nutted and went to sleep. Yeah, shot a, shot a rope like nothing happened. Yeah. Should have called the cops or something. Took a shit on the floor, nutted on it. <laughs> Jerked off on your poop. That is a Jeff Clark. Yeah. I, when I, I, yeah, no context. MSPH has been at it again. And when that quote oh. went up, I was like, I know that that was not me. That was, that's, that is most definitely Jeff. That I missed said that one. Yeah. Well, uh, all right, everybody, we got to get over to uh, Patreon land, and I have to look into buying a new fucking pre-Sonus, which I I honestly, like, when that happened, and I, I spent, like, three or four hours troubleshooting it and just couldn't get it working again, I I was like, you know what? Why am I paying for all this renter's insurance? I've never used it once. I looked, I checked my, my status, the deductible, $500 the exact cost of the pre-sona. So yeah, I was confused by your last message. It seemed to suggest that you'd rather buy a pre-sona than fill out the paperwork needed for the insurance. Yeah, because the he'd still have to he'd still have to pay for the pre-sona because yeah. it's not going to be higher than the deductible. If it was $600, then I would pay $500 and get 100 towards I can't just be like, hey, my thing broke, and they reimburse it. It has to be more than $500 because uh, you know, everything is a fucking scam. I guess what we all just figured out together is I don't know what deductible means. <laughs> which, which uh, hand up, that is the truth. I don't know what deductible means. Uh, what is that, an adverb? I, I, I literally let it, I read it as like, oh, they're going to cover the whole pre sonus Cool. But you were saying they cover none of the pre sonus Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Let's say, let's say that pre sonus was $1,000. Me and my renter's insurance would be going Dutch on it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I get that. I get it now. But I read that. I was like, oh, good news. But I saw your text. Like, no. I don't know what deductible means. That's right. So... <laughs> If you guys want to, you know, help out at all and support the the MSPH homies, patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour. Uh, sign up there. Help us out. Help us pay the bills. And, you know, we put a fuckload of work into that content. I think we had something come out like almost every single day of last week. A couple of days had two posts. Oh, shit. Like you did a snack attack. I did a snack attack. Supermarket queefs. Uh, do we do Dragon Ball Z? No. no. Uh, uh, queef or no queef. My apologies. You know, the yeah, usual Patreon I... show. Um, yeah, there was just a, a Dragon Ball queef that came out. So lots of shit going up there. What the uh, fuck did I just watch? We put up an episode last week, within the last week. Yeah, with uh, Cabin Fever. Cabin Fever. Eli Roth classic. So... If you wouldn't mind helping out the homies, 
we definitely could use uh could definitely use the support here every time a fucking piece of equipment fails it is pricey um, yeah. and you can also watch these episodes youtube.com slash mad scientist party hour and you can also follow us on instagram i'm at kevin craft at shuddy boy at jeff for records and at msph podcast and at john cooper movie um, if you want to get some sports betting advice, Outkick Bets with Jeff Clark. Well, yeah. sports betting podcast from Jeff. Yeah, uh, please check out the Super Bowl podcast, preview podcast that will be hitting the Outkick Bets podcast feed later this week. I'm going to miss the NFL so fucking much. It was a cash cow for me this year, and I am getting just spit roasted by the by golf and the NBA. So. Hopefully, I can turn it around and give you guys some winners. But uh, check out the NFL Super Bowl podcast preview later this week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fucking Super Bowl time. That was You're invited to the party this weekend. That was Jeff and Shuddy's penis doing that noise. I mean, what are you guys going to be doing? Like watching football and stuff? There will be football on during the Super Bowl yeah. party, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Also, Kelsey be making uh, pulled pork, potato paves, some Oreo blondies, um, a bunch of a bunch of food. There'll be booze there. I'm making a shrimp cocktail because you know it's a big day, and I like to eat shrimp cocktail on big days. I'll be gambling on golf and basketball earlier much, that day i pretty much like to eat anything that has cock in the word <laughs> yeah shrimp, but you're invited cocktails cock you know. maybe you maybe you and carl will need to get out of our apartment after uh spending most of their most of the week there which is probably what's going to happen knowing that your apartment's about to get condemned um counter argument how about instead of throwing a Super Bowl party and watching the Super Bowl, you come over to my place and watch Carl and I play Splatoon on the Nintendo Switch? Are you going to have delicious food? Shrimp co- Is there going to be shrimp cocktail there? Because maybe I will. Sure. All right. All right. We'll talk about that then. Offline. All right, everybody. Thank you guys so much for listening. Check us out on Patreon. But until next time something. Better. Yeah, it's weird how uh, I can't get the bo- the Beth of both worlds going from the usual MSPH laptop to the MacBook because oh boy. I just saw a lump of something fly across my window that came from upstairs. <laughs> uh, that might be what's causing all of this water to leak into my place. Uh, 100%. It's definitely from them upstairs. It's just either a pipe burst in the kitchen under the floor, or like I said, water was running off the balcony into between the, the two floors. Like something's not sealed right. So. Well, the good news is, is my rent went up because, you know, they got to keep it competitive. People are fucking scrambling to get in here. Um, But yeah, 
uh, the, the audio here sounds like shit, which is weird because I can't even put AirPods in like you guys. If I put AirPods in, for some reason, the audio quality sucks. What? Yeah, like I've I've when I've gone on Doug Loves Movies over the Zoom shows, I've been like, all right, what sounds better? And then I'll put the AirPods in and then take them out. And they're like, definitely without. Well, why don't you like the way I have it set up is that only the sound is coming through the AirPods and the Yeti is what I'm using for the mic. You can do that and use the laptop mic and the AirPods for the sound. Hmm. You should be able to. Let me give that a shot. How did you get... How? What was the thing for balloons? Do we remember? No, this is... it's This is fireworks. Yeah, I'm trying to see this if that'll work for me. Confetti. Yeah, none of that shit works for me. What was the balloons? Or am I misremembering balloons? I think you have to... Tuck your penis and scrotum between your legs and do a mangina. And that makes balloons come out. Does my audio sound any different? No. Sound pretty good to me, actually. Yeah. Okay. I agree. How's everything going on your end, Shadi? Everything okay? Yeah. I I was telling Jeff that uh my mom texted and said can you give me a call when you have a minute? It's usually something annoying. <laughs> uh, and I said that we were getting ready to record. And that's when she let me know that they were at the hospital. Uh, Cause my father had chest pains today. And they took him in. And when they took his blood sugar, it was 360, which is four times the normal sure so they're keeping him overnight uh and basically they're thinking that he's now he's diabetic now oh boy and he's my mom made him talk to me and he's surly and not happy about having to stay in the hospital overnight and his exact words to me was, I shouldn't have even come here, <laughs> which wow. I had to say, if your blood sugar was that high, you absolutely should be at the hospital. Like that's, that's yeah, you're not like, you're a, out in a day. Yeah. Like, uh, so yeah, that, that's what it was. Thankfully. Fuck. Well, um, Let's see here. Fucking crazy pills. And we don't even, I can't even play any audio from the iPad or anything. So, nope, we're, nope, we are bare bones in it today. Yeah. Raw dog in it, even. Yep. No condoms whatsoever. Fuck those things. (laughs) Who needs them? Yeah, for real. I don't have to worry about getting herpes. Herpes has to worry about getting me. Well said. Powerful message right there. (laughs) Yeah. Sucks we blew our load in the Easter egg, huh? (laughs) Yeah. We're dealing with some real inclement weather, huh? It's fucking crazy. 
Jeff, this is quite the clituation. Oh, yeah, it is. As much of a clituation as I can remember here in Southern California. Little Mama didn't want to go out for a walk for like maybe 36 hours. Finally, oh, I was able to get her. Lucy. Yeah. I put down the pads so she can shit and piss inside. She just didn't want to do it. She gave me a yeah. look like I'm a, I'm a real lady. I shit outdoors. All right. Yeah, Lucy wouldn't do, wouldn't go for it either. Little mama, come on! I wish someone would let me just shit in the middle of a floor. All right, if you're not going to use these pee pads, then I will. <laughs> I really was. I was about to demonstrate how to use them. Here, let me show you, little mama. Here. <laughs> we really are blowing our load in the Easter egg, guys. <laughs> yeah, for real. All right, well. Um, I got to be honest, I didn't even know what the Easter egg started. I, <laughs> I thought we are still doing, like, housekeeping stuff. Yeah, we're recording. Um, I can't play the theme song, so I'm going to have to put that in post, so. I'm just going to like play it in my head and remember where I usually jump in and hopefully it lines up. Um, I guess. Well, since we're about to start the show and this will be the end of the Easter egg, we should say, hey, watch Dustin's new special that will not do on Netflix. Hey, which let's hold up. On Wait, what? YouTube, you mean? Oh, yeah. What did I say? Netflix. Oh shit! Did I? Yeah. Oh, wait, wait a second. Whoa! My <laughs> man got a huge paycheck. Yeah, that was a. That took a drastic jump in the last in the last week. Yeah. Fuck uh, me. Man, I gotta start paying attention. I gotta get my fucking brain fired up. It's been a been a busy day. Been actually, the past like week and a half has been nonstop. Well, so I'm a little fried. Before we get, talk about any more stuff, we should probably wait for the show. Jeff? Well, it's in California. We're the Mad Scientist Party Hour.